It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo, Mukow. Yo. Yo. Joined by the one and only Danny. Vasquez. He forgot my name. <laughs> he forgot. He's looking. He's searching. I was he's waiting on him to say right something. <laughs> he's like, uh, no. What's up, everybody? This Danny, your 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 appearances on this uh, Sultans of Smoke podcast is starting to become like a fucking Rocky uh, Rocky trilogy. You know, like the first three Rocky. Yeah. Uh, this is the this is the Mr. T episode. Hopefully, he yeah. Gets, <laughs> where he gets his ass beat in the beginning and then. No, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I tell you, this is like because what is it? Like last year we did it on my birthday or something, right? So my birthday passed. I'm like, man, these fuckers didn't call me at all. Like nothing. All right, I, punch well, you know, we we got to get four secretaries. I looked at your uh, podcast history. I'm like, oh, they haven't actually posted this thing, anyways. So whatever, they're not calling anybody. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get through four of your secretaries just to get to you. Drew, how many people did you have to go through? You had to do like a credit check too, didn't you? Oh, just yeah. to get through to Daniel? Oh. Well, He's a... well what, no, what, what took so long is he asked for the uh, the cavity search twice. Oh, uh, did he really? <laughs> and we don't even do a cavity search, but he kept asking. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Oh, cool. Now, who we'll gives those? Skip, you, Rosales? Uh, mm-hmm. who, who's it in it charge dep- of this? No, I mean, it depends. You know, uh, it's like a rotation. Oh, kind of like good. yeah, it's like starters in in baseball. Yeah, you know, every five days. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like you know, like when you enter, like if you're a young kid in corporate America, you go through a rota- rotational program. You want to figure out which part of the company you want to work in. I get it. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. guys take pride in that craft as much as you take pride in your cigars? Hey, man, you got to take pride in all your crafts, or you're not mm. you're not craft at all. I agree. Mm. <laughs> nice and in depth. All right, Drew, everybody, how- welcome to the shit show. Yeah. Oh. How's it been going, man? Dude, it's been it's been amazing. It's been it's you know, obviously last time we talked, I was uh, with my own brand and you know all that all all that craziness and uh, you know and I've said it I've said it in another um, much lesser podcast, of course, but uh, that you know it's like I went from a head coach of a D League team right to to like the offensive coordinator of a of a full blown like team like nfl team or something right so where where i'm not the i'm not the guy running the show anymore but fuck you know it's we're on a whole nother level now you know um and uh and like going from d league to the nfl the pay's much better too right so uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that like Can't complain what do you mean about i'm losing that. money what do you mean i'm losing money oh wait not anymore buddy no so right <laughs> but uh yeah man you know this was my first uh, show with Roma that we had in July, which I can't believe was already, what, five, four months ago, five months ago, whatever. And, uh, and uh, it's just been fucking nuts since. We did, uh, we did pretty close to like a million dollars at the show and, um, you know, two, two appointments every 15 minutes for the, the three days. Wow. Um, thanks, AJ Fernandez, for fucking that Sunday up. But... Um, you know, so now it's just been fulfilling those fulfilling those orders. You know, we're starting to clear out through um, through the show orders, but then everything else on top of that. You know, like we had our Neanderthal uh, wrapper issue, so we we went ten months without shipping Neanderthal, right? So imagine how that back order just kind of builds, right? So, oh yeah, um, you know, getting getting kind of ways to keep the weasels, the the fan base, kind of. Uh, uh, kind of patient for that stuff to come back, but also 
preaching the good word of intemperance, right? Like we, we love intemperance. That's, that's, I smoke that more than anything. Uh, intemperance, like our Brazilian. So there was like this misconception of, of like, well, Cro-Magnon is super, is, is strong. And then Neanderthal is even stronger than that. And they're like, man, you know, after you're hearing that so many times, you're like, all right, we need to start re-educating people here. Right. So, you know, for us, like the intemperance BA and the Cro-Magnon probably about equal strength at medium. Right. And then our Aquitaine at Habano Lajero is a little stronger. That so, cigar fucks me up, dude. <laughs> and a lot of people don't realize that. Like oh, people, people no. talk about Neanderthal. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'll smoke the I can take I can smoke a Neanderthal for breakfast. That Aquitaine yeah. that messes me up. So yeah, I mean Neanderthal is is a little more subtle in the strength, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but Neanderthal gets you from I mean uh, Aquitaine gets you from the go, right? So, you know, there's been a lot of that, and you know, a lot of educating me. You know, over the last year, one, I was so busy in my own world of cigars, and especially being in the, the Dominican and just trying to make my own thing. I didn't know a ton about Roman craft when I got here. So uh, I had smoked a bunch, um, but still, you know, for me, the same kind of issues everyone has is like, I don't know which one I'm smoking here because the band, you know, it's Cro-Magnon, but I don't know what size this is, you know, but whatever, it it was good. It smoked great. It was, you know, so whatever. So there was like that initial learning curve of all the, um, of all the sizes and, and blends and, uh, and then the LEs and, you know, all that on top of at the same time, learning all the accounts and order history. And, you know, Romacraft is very, very process driven, right? Where everything is super, super efficient, which is why, you know, we, we are where we are without sales reps. Mm-hmm. Um, so just learning those processes and then kind of molding myself and molding my processes to, you know, trying to make those things work. So, um, on top of that, like at the same time, like Skip brings it up all the time. We, you know, I got a new job. We moved to a new state and my wife was pregnant. Right. So she had a baby like two months Congratulations, after we moved here. by the way. Congratulations, man. First son, Amazing. right? Yeah. First son. He's a cool little kid, man. Nice, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Um, but yeah, man, it, you know, and I think we've, we've gotten to a point where, um, you know, we're, we've kind of auditing our accounts, which is a, you know, a corporate word of saying we've been cutting accounts and, you know, guys, <laughs> guys that, you know, either are either super well underperforming or really only care about the limited edition stuff or really mm-hmm. only care about Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal and, and just say, Hey, you know, you need to support the whole brand. Right. And, uh, cause there's a bunch of shops out there that are willing to, but we're holding their spot cause we're not trying to grow like that. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and, you know, over the last year, that's kind of what we've done. And we've, we brought on a bunch of, uh, not a bunch, but we've, we've cut some accounts and we brought on some other new accounts to kind of fill those spots. And, you know, but it's, it's, when, when you hear that, these, that we're selective, I mean, it really, like, we'll go through your Facebook page, your Instagram page, your website, if you have one, or a decent one, you know, we'll talk to reps in the area. And Mo, I mean, well, you guys know this, but Mo, like, right, like everyone in the, this cigar industry is so little. Yeah. Everyone knows each other. I could find out about a store in any city, in any state within minutes. Oh, yeah. And someone's going to know somebody or somebody, you know. Absolutely. For sure. So yeah. if I got a store, you know, calling us, well, I can instantly start vetting you and saying, all right, all right you know, did you just, you, you saw Black Irish and now you, you, you want to call me to get 10 boxes of Black Irish or are you a legit fan? Right. So 
that's that's the caveat you know that that's the key or the 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 sweet spot is to get a shop that is a fan of yours where the owner is a fan the manager is a fan or the all the employees are fans and uh and then you really it's no longer a sales job there you know then it's 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 a relationship job making sure that dude stays a fan you know whatever whatever that means you know reach arounds you know how mo does so (laughs) yeah yeah Oh, hey, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, you know, so now we're coming in, we're about to end this, this year. Um, we've had, we've had some pretty aggressive goals. We've, we've kind of killed our goals throughout the year. We've had some stretch goals. Um, and you know, and you, you guys will know this, you know, the end of the year is like hit or miss, right? So like shitty weather, mm-hmm. shitty weather states will start slowing down. Other states will, you know, so you, you got to kind of get creative towards the end of the year. Plus the factory kind of closes down in December. So you're not going to have a lot of product coming. Um, so, you know, it's kind of just pushing through. But with us, thankfully, it's not it's not really an issue. Right. Um, and um, I just I, I kind of love that. Right? And another thing I've said is like when I when I first got here, it was the first thing I did was call people and say, hey, you know, this is not a sales call. My name is Danny. I'm with Romacraft. I'm just saying, hi, I'm a new resource. Here's my email. Here's my phone number, whatever. Like, oh man, you're going to love it there. You know, it was like super positive and like people like, well, here, I got you on the phone. Give me, let me give you this order. I'm like, okay. You know, so, um, (laughs) yeah. Okay. You know, I'll do do that. Um, and, um, but you know, we're, we're a small team. We all like really get together, really get along really well. Um, and it's just been, we've just been rocking this year and, um, can't wait to see what, you know, 2019 has in store. We got some, a couple of tricks up our sleeve and, you know, stuff coming. So it'd yeah. be cool. So you got, you got this big whirlwind going on with, with Romacraft and you got a whole lot of life stuff going on. How are you staying sane right now? Oh, dude, that's easy, man. Uh, Xanax and marijuana and <laughs> no, um, it's kind of, I've always kind of thrived in those situations. Um, like when, when everything is real calm and going well, I, I tend to bounce like, like, all right, this shit's too, we're too calm, but you, you throw me like into chaos and I'm like the calmest dude. And I'm like, we can get this done. Like some like examples, like I've, I've seen car accidents happen right in front of me. And I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna get out. Let me help the person. You just call 911. You know, you don't, you don't freak out. You just get out, and you. I've always had this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've just, I've always had this kind of mentality. Um, and then on top of that, you know, and I've said it before, and I get, you know, I get some crap for it. It's a little cheesy. My wife is really supportive, right? So, you know, if I got to travel and whatever, she kind of handles the kids. It's not like I necessarily need to do that as well. Um, so, that's a huge thing. Um, yeah, I mean, that's not seven. really cheesy. That's, that's like a key. Yeah. I mean, especially, especially when you got kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's another big part of it. Uh, but you know, Mike and, and Skip, uh, have made the transition, made the transition very easy as well. Really, there was something I needed or, uh, would make my life easier or the transition easier. It, I mean, it was just, it was like a no question, you know, because they know ultimately, my success is their success, right? So, um, that's just that's just kind of how the machine works, man. It's just that ain't bad. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. So, 
Uh, so yeah. What else? You, what else you got? Is it? So, Moo, you know, you know that you're the one that moves, that keeps this thing going. I know, I know. Somebody's <laughs> got to do this. Shit. Drew, Drew, did you get did you get Cow's new lo- like his likeness and the logo yet? I, I did. Did you do it? It'll, it'll be. Did up you tonight. really? Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, we got we got a pretty accurate depiction of of uh, <laughs> here we go of the cow going in the logo. So pretty pretty sexy. But nice. you say so myself. Can't wait. Um, I think beefy. one more episode. One more episode, yeah. and I get I'm on there, right? Oh yeah. I mean, you're there you're certainly is. on your way. If we were to do a route a Mount Rushmore of uh, of Sultans, <laughs> you'd definitely be on there. You West and Mukau. Yeah. And Brad, uh, I guess. Yeah, Brad. Rare air up here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I got a random uh, question for you. You said that there's a whole lot of back orders, right? And there's retailers that are probably banging down your door to get these back orders. What are yeah. some of the weirdest things they've said about this? Like what like bizarre reactions, funny shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, it's it's rarely funny, but it's like it's, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's usually me. Like, yeah, dude, I I understand. Yeah, I, man, I get it. You know, I mean, it's like you know, guys, are, you, you know, you you can't you can't survive like this. You if you guys don't fix this situation, I can see in a year or two, you guys are you guys are going to be completely out of the industry. And I'm like, I'm like, listen, you know, I, and I'm not going to get into a fight with a dude that has that that mentality right like there's no changing his mind he's kind of he's kind of uh old school in his mentality mm-hmm. so my my kind of response is like or my my thought process is explain to me how back order back, what a back order means is that there is a physical order right as opposed to no products and no orders yeah right so I got people that are waiting for this and I got stores that are lining up to wait for it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, I'm like, I'm like, bro, it doesn't necessarily work that way. Yeah, but at the same I'm time, going to go out of business because I'm selling too many cigars. That is exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. Yeah, it's, yeah, dude. And you know, so, but it's not necessarily a backorder issue, right? It's like, it's, it's, I mean, when you're trying to sell it, it is, I guess, but what, what the thing is, is this is like, it's a rolling backorder which is my, my favorite term, meaning the stuff comes in and it goes. So if you're in line, you will get it and then get back in line. As soon as you get it, you get back in line. Mm-hmm. And we our, our great stores, our great accounts um, are now post-dating orders, right? So I'll take an order from you today. You'll give me an order today for December 1st. You give me an order today for February 1st. And you are back in line automatically and you don't have to do anything because they know. That's clever. Yeah, they, they don't want to miss sales cycles. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that's what it's like. I'm not saying, hey, I'm taking all these orders and I don't know when the product is going to come ever, if ever. No, the product yeah. comes. I, th- I, think, I think Dunbarton's doing the same thing, by the way. Mm. Right. It's like, it's, it's uh, you know, in the world we live, I mean, if you, like, what do you, what do you want? You want a cigar that doesn't have that, that, that much demand or you want me to, like, make shitty production so that nobody wants to buy the cigar? Like, how do you, how do you want me to do this? Or do you, do you want us to invest a ton of money in a new factory in a country that's, like, on the verge of a revolution right now? Like, yeah, not happening, right? So, um, <coughs> uh, man, this is patina cigar. Just kidding. So, um, <laughs> oh, and, and folks, don't worry. We're, we're going to get to the five things I hate about patina in the third hour. Don't worry about it. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it is a, the only, the only area it kind of creates an issue for me and, it, and 
this kind of goes back to being selective with accounts is when I, I have a new store that wants to sign and I explain the situation and how it works and how like, hey, you're going to order that today. You're probably not going to see it until February. And they're either they either get it or they don't. And right there, I know if they'll be a good fit or not. Right. Mm. Um, they either. Well, I really need that crow magnet in my guys keep asking for it. Like, well, we're probably not going to be a good fit for you because, you know, we like to see support across the line. Intemperance for me personally is as good or and or better. Um, and if and if you can't sell that cigar, if you can't sell an intemperance B.A., to someone you you're probably in the wrong industry like that is just a good cigar the quality of our cigars the price point of our cigars like there's no reason you shouldn't be able to move this stuff now will some stuff move faster than other of course that happens to everybody right but mm-hmm. for you to like not want it because you can't get the number one seller of chromagnon cranium or neanderthal hn like what do you okay sorry you know i don't want it that like if I sign you, that means I got to deal with you every month. You bothering me because you're not getting your back orders and you don't understand. And you don't want to put another back order. You're not going to put an order in until you get your order. And then it's going to be another three months until you see your next order. You know what I mean? So I'd rather just not deal with you and go on to somebody that gets it and, you know, knows their customer base. So Danny, why, why are you, Oh, Cal, oh, you precipitated this conversation, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did. You asked a question about back orders. Holy fuck, Kyle. Why? What happened? Look what you just did to poor Danny. Danny had to go through. I mean, I felt like I was like in a, uh, I don't know, like a master's level course in handling customers. That was great. It's freaking interesting, though. (laughs) It is, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it's really, you know, it's education, right? It's just like, like I had, I had two, I had two conversations today with stores that want to open. I said, hey, I just want to set the expectation right now. And if you, if, you know, and I don't say it like super mean like that but i'm, I'm going to set the expectation and i want to see if this works because it's if you sell and you make money i sell and i make money you know and i want to be friends with these and if it doesn't work i still want to be your friend i'm just not going to sell your cigars you know i was like i don't care you know you just have so to watch me smoke all the the black irish and saber tooth and all that instead of you exactly so like even at the show there was there was accounts that i yeah, i would say hey i don't think this is a good fit you know maybe maybe when you guys are ready or miss that and i'm like here's still here you know i but still give them a, a, a ticket to the party, to the after party, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. I listen, it's all about timing. You're not ready. I'm going to sell these cigars anyway. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's interesting, man, is that you're – it's not like – I think people have this idea that Romacraft is like this huge brand, and you're not. Like, no. you guys are a boutique brand – that is very selective with stores. And typically you guys do very well with your, with the stores that you're in, you do very well in. And then you right. guys have such a concentrated and, and uh, strong social media presence. But I don't think people realize that about you guys, that you're so selective with your accounts because you are. Right. Uh, yeah. A lot of, a lot of people are, you know, kind of shocked. Like, Hey, you know, I, I'd like to do a, a 20 box order. You know, if I can just get Cro-Magnon Neanderthal, I'm like, no, nah, I can't do it. You know, that happens um, a lot, huh? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's just because there's, and, and and you know, I keep saying it, but Mo, you're you're seeing this, and you're you're gonna see it. it's like you, there's this old school um, smoke shop mentality that is starting starting to go social media wise. Like, like I remember yeah. when I did say when I did save the leaf, like in 2016, mm-hmm. 
there were so many shops that were not on on Instagram or Facebook and had no yes. idea what was going on. Yeah. So now yeah, if yeah. you look, just flash forward two years later, yeah. all these guys are like, oh, social media. The fuck is this? Oh, Romacraft. <laughs> oh, look, everyone's going nuts about Romacraft. I should call yeah. them. And, I, and unfortunately, a lot of those stores, like, I'm going to bless them with like a 10 box order of that chromat because I heard it's pretty good. Like, I'm going to yeah. bless these guys. So I, when you, if, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, you come to me with an attitude like you're doing me a favor, man, you better order one box of everything. I, I'll fake it. Yeah, you buy, you are a box and bundle of everything. I'll fake it. And like, yeah, thanks, buddy. You're doing me a favor. But you come in like, <laughs> hey, man, I want to give you guys a shot. I'm like, bro, how about I give you a shot? Because yeah. you, you, like you sound like a douche. But no, but <laughs> it's gotta be you know, nice to be with a brand that sells that well that you can do yeah, that though. I wish right? I mean fuck I, for I me say, it's I like don't, I don't say douche. I said it in my yeah. head, but I'm like, man, this not gonna work. You know. Like we had a store, we've had two stores. One, I kinda one I had a I had a I had to put the guy kind of I had to let him know, right? And then another store I had to just say it's not gonna work. They wanted <clears throat> they were gonna be an upscale lounge that only wanted cigars ten dollars and over. Hmm. I said, well, we only have three cigars that are $10 and over. Right. Our Cro-Magnon Cranium, number one seller, our Neanderthal HN, our number two seller, and our Neanderthal SUP. Um, and I cannot only sell you those cigars. Oh, well, you know, we'll do, a, you know, an opening, a $2,000 opening order or whatever it is. And I'm like, I, it's, not, it's not about the dollar amount. It's about I want support across the brand. And they're like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, you know, Sorry. And they just, you know, they were just like shocked. I'm like, it's, I'm hurting my other guys is what a lot of people don't realize. Right. So like yeah. if I, so you guys know Vince, right. From B&B. Oh yeah. That's, and that, and for all my, all the other retailers, if you're listening, this is the only reason I'm bringing on Vince. He's been on the show and everybody else. Right. He's one of our top accounts. If, if I'm selling to, you know, dipshit over here because, and all, all he wants is Cro-Magnon Neanderthal and I just going to make that quick buck. Well, I'm screwing Vince over, right? Because he's I, I I'm given what should be his that supports everything we do to this other right. guy, mm-hmm. right? And and so, you know, it isn't us being it isn't us being me being an asshole. It's me protecting our brands or our retail partners that support everything. And and that's our number is our number one thing is to support those retail brands, you know. And the way we do that is one protect them like that but then also i go after their customer right i make their customer beg for this stuff and go into the store and buy it sure. um so you know like a lot of times when we when we do this le stuff when we let them know it's coming they're pre-selling that stuff right like craft black irish all that stuff by the time that it gets to the store and those guys show up it's gone right yeah. so um yeah, it's interesting that you talk about the old school mentality because what it sounds like you've actually got going on is like a whole lot of loyalty to the stores that you have. And that seems to fit in with a different old school mentality. Fuck yeah, because it's so much easier for me to deal with 300 happy accounts than a thousand, you know, where half of them are shitty. Right. Ooh. So it's like I would much rather be deep in, in everybody. Right. If I still, <laughs> we make, yeah, you would. Yeah, I forgot. Like that, I dude. forgot. I forgot who I was in front of. My bad. Quote of the day. Damn. Yeah. It's going to be on loop. <laughs> Drew, that's got to be the name of the podcast. Yep. <laughs> Great. Uh, no, it's So, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's like, you know, why be, why be 
Uh, there's nothing I can say here that's going to go well. But, you know, <laughs> we'd rather be deeper than wider, if that, you know. So, yeah. um, you know, that's, that's uh, and it's, yeah, it's that loyalty kind of part because I'd rather have you happy, right? So we make, we make a, about a million cigars for Roma Craft or just, just over a million cigars for Roma Craft. And if I was selling all million to 10 stores, well, my job would, well, my job would probably not exist, but it would be so easy. It yeah. wouldn't exist. Right. It was like, well, fuck it, 10 stores, a million cigars we're done. Yeah. Um, so, you know, managing the accounts and relationship is really what my position title is. Right. Is, is that, and you know, that the way you manage that account and the way you manage that relationship better turned into sales. Right. So like, you know, I've, I've become friends with some guys that we just like some guys up in, a there's a, there's a lounge in Michigan. Uh, his name's Ronnie and him and I will just like call and talk period. It's like not even about cigars, about cars and blah, blah, blah. And, that that guy sounds familiar. What shop is that? That's uh secreto. Secreto. Mm. Uh, it's in, uh, is it Ferndale? Mm, Michigan. No, no. I think I think they do carry some of your stuff, but I don't know where you're getting it from. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, you know, so like these 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 have turned into friendships, right? But at the same time, like, okay, cool. I, like, Danny, we don't need you to become friends with everybody and not sell shit. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, he's the he's the most popular worst sales guy ever. Like, everybody loves him, but he doesn't do shit. So, um. You know who was talking about you the other day? Oh. Um, I had gone to Quartermasters. <laughs> oh, and, my man. Uh, yeah, and uh, that guy loves you, man. Uh, Ed, what's his name? Ed, Big Ed? Ed, Ed Cobra. Do you remember uh, No Limit Records, Big Ed the Assassin? I think that was him, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, got, I, I owe him, you know, that was where I did my launch party uh, yeah, for The Voyage. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah. And um, it's, he was, just, they were just so cool. Um he he is uh he's done really well out there and despite you know having some tough competition and guys going after him but he has a huge lounge yeah uh pretty cool select you know selection there in the humidor yeah um and i went in and and i was just talking one day and i was like hey you know uh oh you know what whatever we're just talking he's like hey you know what do you what do you do i'm like oh i you know i'm in it but i'm actually coming out with my own brand he's like really and you know he gave you the like all right does this what does this mean? You know, what do you mean you're coming out with your brand? So as we talk and he's like, okay, this guy actually is and knows his, knows what the fuck he's talking about. Um, oh, who'd you have with you? Oh, what do you mean? That went right over my head. That was good. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, bro. Damn it, Mo. That's two. Okay. I'm gonna get you. So, uh, no. Uh, so, and then, you know, I was in the cigar cartel, uh, group, you know, I had made a little name for myself. I'm like, hey, I want to do this herf. You know, would you be cool? We brought some guys. He's like, yeah, absolutely. And all of a sudden, it, it turned into like 30 or 40 guys on a random Sunday uh, to to do an event there. And he was like, holy hell. Like, okay, I've never heard of Danny Vasquez, but he just filled my my giant lounge um, yeah. on a random Sunday. <laughs> so when I'm awesome, like, man. yeah, so I'm like, hey, I'm going to have the boys. Like, hey, let's do it here. He did a big opening order. We had like 130 people there. Well, I've told the story before, right? And and and, yeah. and so so since then, man, um, you know, I, I actually randomly call him every couple months, just say, "Hey, what's up?" Send him a text, and uh, yeah, man, quartermasters, love that place. 
You know, it was funny how we ended up. So we went to eat at that converted dealership. So we had just met the other store that's in the same town. Mm-hmm. And um, that you didn't sign the, because you didn't say their name. So good. I'm fucking right. <laughs> no, hey, dude, you want to know something fucking terrible? You want to know something terrible? I don't even remember. And they have like 20 locations across Maryland. I don't even yeah. remember the name of it. What's it called again? It's Davidus. Davidus, yeah. The yeah. guy the guy gave me about five minutes, and I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I was like, so we go to eat, and then like you look across like this brewery, and then it's like the sign that says cigars. Right. And so then we walk across the street in this quartermaster's, and I'm like, why does this name sound familiar? <laughs> and uh, so we go in, and he starts telling us a story, and he's like, yeah, we launched the voyage here. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> or yeah i forgot how your name came up and i had mentioned that you were from maryland or something like that a buddy of mine and then yeah i just started telling the whole story but you walk into that place and you don't expect it to be what it is yeah yeah it's you huge lounge. i mean pool table tvs everywhere mm-hmm. um and it's 24-hour access which i they were they were one of the first shops that i had ever actually seen that or heard of that you know um just 24-hour access they, they, they did it probably five years ago Right where it was like well before a lot of people were doing that. Uh, well, smaller. Are a lot of people doing that now? Yeah, you're seeing it yeah. more and more. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's not so much that you got people showing up at like one or two o'clock in the morning, but there's people that are staying there till one or two o'clock in the morning, right? But the shop's right, like, yeah. hey, we're fucking closing, but you guys can hang out. You know, we'll see right. you later. Turn the lights. And what happens Apparently is you get these like cigar. Yeah, you get yeah exactly. You get these like real loyal guys that are like they go and turn all the lights off and they make sure mm-hmm. and like. Like they're suspect and they're like watching other people. So, you know, it's, it's pretty cool um, for a lot of, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because for, for a lot of people, it's not necessarily that they're going to take advantage of the 24 hours, but they love having the luxury. It's like going to a gym that's 24 hours. When was the mm-hmm. last fucking time you went to work out at three in the morning? But guess what? In the event you ever want to, right. You can. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I don't remember the last I don't time live- I went to work out, period. Yeah, I don't Cow, you fear. wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cow. Cow. Cow? No, yeah, don't you play, posted a don't picture. You, you can, you're a little swole, aren't you now? Cow lost 30. No. Cow, how many pounds have you lost? It's like 32. Take us through your weight loss journey. <clears throat> yeah, let's do it. I just stopped eating as much. I stopped <laughs> eating like a fat ass, and I lost a lot of weight. That's pretty much no, it. I, don't, I, don't um, I used that. to... I use an app to track my calories, and now that I'm getting lighter, I I don't mind running. But it was terrible. I don't mind before. it. So, but that's it. I don't go to the gym or anything like that. So you lost 32 pounds by changing your diet, pretty much. Yeah, I bet you it's like a lot of you know a lot of people don't realize how much sugar can yeah like affect. I mean, you just cut like you cut sugar out, and you you know mm-hmm. yeah. anyone that needs to lose weight, you'll lose 30 pounds. It's so nasty for you. Not that Danny, I'm how not. many you, you you lost a shit ton of weight at one point too, right? Yeah, literally shit ton. Um, yeah, I was I got to three hundred and five pounds. Holy cow. Damn, and dude, then you I don't look like that at all. No, I went down to one seventy five at my lightest. Um, but I'm floating around like one ninety, one ninety five right now. I feel good. So that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, appreciate it. What did you do? That's awesome, man. Uh changed I just changed the same thing, everything. Yeah. You know, just yeah. Yeah, well, you know what happened, and we can get deep and have an Oprah moment here, but my sister passed away, like, randomly, right? So I was like, oh, shit, man. I was Sorry. like, man, you know, and at that point, I was just, like, the heaviest person within all the family, like, my cousins and everything. I'm looking around, and, like, half the people on my mom's side have diabetes. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I'm like, all right, yeah. I got to do something. You know, I have kids now, so 
um, you know, yeah, it was, I just, I just had to do it. I just had to do it. So, yeah, that's funny. Right. Cause like health is complicated, but weight is really just calories in calories out. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you get, when you break it down like that, it seems super easy. Right. So a lot of, a lot of the people's weight issues are emotional decisions of what they want to eat. Right. Like, like the word fucking the word cheat day. Right. It was like, dude, don't, you know, do you, you know, people take advantage of that? Like, okay, yeah. cheat day. Like that means just eat, you know, maybe you're not counting calories, but that doesn't mean order a birthday cake and eat that for breakfast. You know, it's just like, yeah. relax, you know, but I mean, if you're killing it six days a week, you can, you know, and that's, and that's part of it. There's a lot of people like, Hey, I hit the gym five days a week so I can eat like shit on the weekends. Like, all right, dude, you know, that, if hey, it's it working works. for you. Yeah. But there's, but those are people that, you know, don't have a ton of weight to lose. Right. right. So, Cause right. If, if, if I, if me, if I had to lose 130 pounds, you know, your cheat days in six months, bro, or a year from now, like <laughs> don't, you, you don't deserve a fucking cheat day yet. And, or your cheat day is like splitting a quarter of a dessert with four other people. Yeah, right? exactly. That's my yeah. cheat day. <laughs> yeah. And literally like holding yeah. that brownie or cake in your mouth for four minutes, you know, just like yeah. letting it soak in. So, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I think, I think you guys touched on an important fact too, is, is portion control. Right. I think, yeah. you know, and it's funny, man, like when I'm at home, I'll eat, I'll eat well, no sugar, nothing. I'm doing my intermittent fasting. I'm going to the gym. And then I don't know what the hell happens to me on the road, but I turn into a complete fucking gavone, a, yeah. an absolute pig. And I'm saying yeah. I, I, I start grazing. I start grazing. I start grazing. Like Skip makes fun of me. He, like he'll see my expense account on the because you know we have company cards. <laughs> he'll see my expense account. And it's like it's like Bucky's this, Seven Eleven that, and this and that. Yeah, I'm like yeah. it's like I don't want a full meal. I just want to like reach over and just grab shit while I'm driving this whole time. You know, it's, well, and then, it's terrible. And that's the thing too, man. Is like what people don't like. So I, when I'm home, I'll may, I'll maybe smoke one one to two cigars a day, maybe. Mm-hmm. When I'm on the road, I'm smoking five, six, seven, or eight a day. Right. And for me, smoking makes me hungry. Same yeah. with me. Um, and, and in order to even enjoy a cigar, I have to have food in me because otherwise it just tastes like shit. I don't care what I'm smoking. Mm-hmm. And um, And it's just, I don't know, man. It's like... It's like a, a never-ending cycle. So I either have to smoke less on the road so I stop eating right. like an asshole or right. – and that's what yeah. I started doing. But so, even my- yeah, what, what I did was like I get like those – you know, especially – if you guys ever been to Texas, Bucky's, you got to stop at Bucky's. That's all I'm going to say. But they have like these cheese and meat cups, right? So like those little bowls of just meat and cheese mm-hmm. and it's like r- really good, really fresh and I'll buy those. Now, they're not cheap, of course, you know, compared to like a bag of Doritos – Right. They're not cheap, but one, they'll fill you. They're no carbs. The calories are good. You know what I'm saying? You, you'll, you'll be good to go. Um, but I'll graze on that shit all day. Mm-hmm. That's my, my, uh, our, our rep in the West, he's like, listen, bro, next time you come out, there's none of this like eating where you want to eat. He goes, I'm running the show. When it, he goes, because I eat like an asshole when you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I eat four or five times a day, you know, when right. I'm on the road. So, yeah. um, Right. Yeah, it's not healthy for anybody. So yeah, I and I I don't know about you guys, but I see a, a decent correlation between guys who smoke cigars and guys who are gaining weight. It's not a perfect <laughs> oh, correlation, dude. but it just it works listen, that way. If you're buying swag for your cigar company and you're buying medium, small and medium yeah. shirts, you, you just wasted a bunch of money, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to. But start you know what's at funny? 2X. 
You know what's funny about that, bro? Is like whenever I like these events that I've been going to, like they're like, "Oh man, do you have large, bro? You're not a large." I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I don't know Who's this for? <laughs> where the fuck you're buying larges from, but you ain't it. Here, take yeah. this double X. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, so, uh, but so how 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 are these events been going for you, bro? I've seen you everywhere. Uh, the dojo. And I'm like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's fucking hard. I mean, it is. It's, you know, you, you have, uh, you know, somebody put it uh, best, you know, ultimately, uh, you guys not as much, but I'm sure, you know, five years ago, six years ago, or even less than that, you know, so these guys, you know, these same guys that are telling you, man, we need your cigars, we need your cigars, are the same guys telling you, bro, nobody wants your shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just interesting. Uh, anytime you're trying to sell something that somebody doesn't need, right. it's always going to be difficult. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you really have to sell your sell your your story and the quality of your cigars and um, where they fit in someone's humidor. And right. um, you know that's just what I try to do, man. I you know, dude, there's no uh, there's no fanciness to to Patina. It's basically the cigars and me. Right. So, um, yeah, that's not fancy at all. Yeah, so, I know, bro, I'm <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, that's kind of like with us, right? I mean, look at us. We're not fan- our, our packaging and nothing isn't fancy at all either. Right. right. And it, so for us, what, what, what kind of keeps a door open is the price point. Right. So it's like, like, really listen, point, yeah. you're not going to, you're not going to argue with a seven, $8 cigar, especially when it's good. All right. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's far and few between where you somebody posts like a tunneling or canoeing issue or whatever it is and you know with with roma anyway but the, the problem is is like when you're like that like when you know if, if you see a, if, if there's a bad padrone this dude is going to take a picture of that and post it in every fucking social media group he can look at the <laughs> shitty the shitty construction blah, blah, blah. like bro how many of those out of the box happen and how many you know how many times does that happen to you and you're posting it like it's the, like ridiculous right so that's kind of what yeah. happens with us like a guy will have like a burn issue or whatever and he's like oh look at this fucking bullet like man cool get another one thanks for spending your money get another one it's you interesting know, so. though because they do that because it doesn't happen right everybody hears <laughs> it doesn't happen dude so you're like oh you here it the- is ha <laughs> ha I'm not, I'm not going to name the review site, but it was funny because this certain review site had just reviewed one of your guys' cigars and talked yeah. about burn issues. And they happened to review the Patina Habano right after, or like mm. maybe two or three cigars right after, and said, well, I had to throw one of them out because I got interrupted during the review, and so they had burn issues. <laughs> I swear to God, no joke. Yeah, yeah that's what real. Do you, you remember that, Kyle? And I was yeah. like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, um, I went and played with my kids or some shit like that. Yeah. Right? So it went yeah out. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, and then, and then on the flip side, I, I have, I swear to you, I had a story. This guy's like, man, we went camping and all of a sudden it was like pouring, raining and a monsoon. And, <laughs> and he's like, we were, we weren't set up. And I was like, we were so pissed. I just sat there and smoked this Neanderthal like the whole time in the rain and it was still smoking. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, see, this is the guy that needs to be reviewing, not, not right. the guy that's sitting in a wind tunnel. Dude, right. that's <laughs> one thing about Roma. You know, you're gonna light up a Roma craft, and it's gonna it's gonna smoke well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and you know what's what sucks is like we get we get um, you know we'll get emails from from people. We got one we got one last week from a guy that had bought these cigars like 
three weeks prior. And, you know, a couple of them didn't burn well. And so, like, well, you know, our policy is, you know, you you deal with the retailer and we will. And then Mm -hmm. you deal with the retailer and then the the retailer deals with us. Sure. And see. So that way. I don't come to find out that you've had these for a month and you haven't had them in a, you haven't had them in a humidor or, or right. you know, you, oh, I, I say, I put them in my fish tank, you know, that's where I put them. So it's just like, <laughs> it's usually some type, when you start digging, you're like, well, what do you, you know, what do you keep your humidor at? Like, oh, I don't, I don't need a humidor for cigars. Like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> go in a refrigerator. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, obviously. So, <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm always kind of skeptical of guys, you know, and look, the guy could be completely legit and be like, no, I, I literally opened it and it was bad. It's like, it's a, and we've said it a million times, you know, it's a natural product or it's handmade. It could totally happen. But at some point, somewhere, it was not correctly humidified. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if you have, if you have a half a box or a whole box that went bad, something, there's no way you're going to get a 24 count box cigar from us and it all be shit. It, it, I, listen, I've been smoking these, I've been smoking segundos. For the longest, because we had a bunch of factories, Skip brought them, and I'm like, fuck yeah, I love this. I don't, you know, I just, I, you know, they're not in inventory, I can just burn them and done. And no problems. And then all of a sudden, these, you know, oh, look at this, look at this. I'm like, no, something's up with you, man. So, uh, yeah, anyway. there's definitely user error. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about okay. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and there are, and you know, listen, there are great. There are really, really damn good retailers out there, but there's also retailers that uh, could stand to, uh, you know, maybe run a little bit of a better operation. If you're in an area where you know your humidity levels need to be artificially propped up and you don't do that, I don't care if you're buying a Davidoff fucking 50th anniversary for $50. That cigar is going to suck. Yeah, I mean, I don't even, like, that's that's so elementary, that it, it, it almost doesn't even cross your mind that you think you have to say that to a retailer. But unfortunately, you find yourself in, in situations <laughs> you're like, I guess we got to talk about your humidity level in your fucking humidor, bro. Like, <laughs> right. like what's going on? And for yeah. me, like, for me, like, keep it cooler and drier and that better. You know, if, if you're like in the high, like 67 for me, humidity. Dude, I, for, I, you, there, sh- there should be no reason you're not smoking anything. Like a- everything should, well, rum across anyway, right? Is yeah. flourishes at those lower humidity levels. But it's like I, that dude that shows up to work first job, right? And he just doesn't take showers. And you're like, hey man, you should probably shower. <laughs> Same kind like, of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, dude, you work at a construction site. Same. <laughs> right. <laughs> But you touched on something that I think is also pretty darn interesting. Um, oh, I'm always I, touching I have, something interesting. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, oh. But one of the things that I think is, is always interesting about cigar brands is what the brand thinks of itself compared to what consumers think of that brand. Right? I think that's fascinating. And wow. it's yeah. interesting when it actually matches. So, like, I have these these group chats because everybody does when they're into cigars. Um, <laughs> and I, I ask the guys, like, what do you guys think about with Roma Craft? And they say, well, the price point is great. The construction is always on point, right? Mm-hmm. And I can find the stuff that I like. It's it's consistently good. And that's what you've been saying, too, which I think is actually pretty interesting that, that people get your brand. Right. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not super – it's not a super difficult plan, and it's not – it's not a secret, right? It's just like, 
make a good cigar, sell it at a reasonable level, uh, a dollar amount, and you, and you know, help your help your retail partners, uh, educate them, help them sell it by selling their customer first, and you know the rest will take care of itself. I mean, unfortunately, what happens is you know a lot of guys are, and and I was one of them, right? I was like I was the middleman between the cigar factory. Um, and my, and, and the retailer, right? So it's not like, like Roma right now, we own the factory, right? So obviously our, our, our price points are automatically going to be better because we have more, you know, we have less overhead or we don't, we're not getting middled. Mm-hmm. Um, right. so, you know, unfortunately most cigar brands don't own their own factory, right? So they're automatically getting into the States <clears throat> at two bucks. Two fifty, three bucks. You know, if they're bad negotiators, um, and and so now they're reta- they're they're wholesaling at four bucks, five bucks, which means that the store before taxes is is going to Keystone, of course, right? So, right. Um, you know, that's that's kind of the 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 issue there when it comes to like other brands and and higher prices. We're like, man, you know, especially when you're super nerdy or you're in the industry. You know what cigars technically co- typically cost. You know, you know, we know what broadleaf costs. We know what Mexican San Andreas costs or should cost. And yeah, some factories get it cheaper because they're buying more, but not not crazy amounts cheaper, right? So um I don't know. It's it's tough for me, you know, and I'm I'm <laughs> and I say that and I'm still a huge Opus X fan, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. take that with a grain of salt. But I, you know, I I say that in, you know, don't, especially newer guys, when they go into the store and this dude takes you automatically to the Davidoff, you know, and Davidoff's a great product, great, great company. I'm not talking shit, but as soon as they take you there and you're at 15, 20 bucks, don't think you're smoking the best cigar that that dude has in his humidor just because it's 20 bucks, you know, educate yourself. Like go, what's your cheapest cigar? Three bucks. Let me smoke that. Let me get this $20 cigar. Take notes. Like, what's the difference? Like, man, I didn't really notice the difference. Yeah, you did eighteen dollars or four or whatever <laughs> I said, right? Like, there, there's your there's your difference, and then you know, then develop your palate, right? It's like, well, do I like these? Do I like that? Yeah, I really like that, but I can't spend twenty five bucks every time I want to smoke that. Right. So, you know, that's your that's your you buy a couple, you put them away. You know, you have a baby, married, a friend, some smoke it, and and whatever. But really, <clears throat> educate yourself on what what you're buying and smoking, like. Like, fuck it. I mean, even at four bucks to light, like nobody would grab $4, $4 bills and light them on fire. Right. <laughs> but when you buy a cigar, that's literally what you're doing. So at least make it an enjoyable mm-hmm. experience and educate yourself while doing it. Mm-hmm. So. That's good advice. Mm-hmm. And that said, man, over the last year, that's, that's exactly what I've been doing. Just educating myself, man. I, I'm telling you, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a huge ego guy or whatever, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I, when I came, came to Roma, I was like, well, you know, I know a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And I, man, I didn't know, I didn't know shit. I didn't know anything, man. <laughs> you know, it's like, sure. I knew, I knew how some places worked and, you know, and that's kind of why I was on Roma's radar a little bit because we were in a lot of the same stores, especially in the Northeast, which like, man, how the fuck did you get in? You know, you're in B and B you're in famous, you're in this store, you know, that store. Like, holy shit. You know? Uh, so, um, Tobacology down in uh, Manassas. What up, Brett? Um, cool. <laughs> so, 
the you number know, of these... people you've mentioned is probably higher than the listener base. Cool. No, we're going to grow that. <laughs> that sounds good. Why are you trying to be negative? Jeez. Yeah, Kyle, that, that, that's, yeah. There's, there's no room for that, Kyle. Yeah. You're, you're, le- you're lucky you're the cigar nerd writing all the questions down. If not, you're out of here. Um, so, but no, you know, um, so I, you know, I learned a lot. And especially when we went, when we went down to Nicaragua and Skip's like, yeah, all right, you're going to do this tobacco school for the next week. Fuck. I was like, my palate was so fucked up. I mean, it was just like, I was smoking so much of like pure, just like leaves, you know, mm. to learn the tobacco. And I was, I was so, I mean, I was drinking from a water hose or from a, from a fire hose. Right. Yeah. So it was just like, and then I'm there with Esteban and I'm like, Hey, what's this? And he's like, this is this, 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 and this. And he wasn't like, no, there was no markings on the, on these leaves. There's nothing. He just knew it all. I'm like, yeah, that, that's a whole nother level, you know? Yeah. So like he's in the right spot. <laughs> so if there's if there's dudes out there who who really want to get to know cigars better than they do now, like drink from that fire hose, how do you do that without getting into the industry? Are there ways to do that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that uh, kind of like what I was saying earlier, just smoke different things. You know, don't don't yeah, just be like, hey sure. man, this these these acids are dope. You know, I can smoke these. Like, come on, like okay, I get it. Like that's your like everyone smoked an acid at the beginning, right? Like everyone did it. But it's just like, go, what, you know, like what's, what's next, right? Like, like just because it doesn't have a fancy band or just because, you know, it isn't $25, just try it. Like you'll, you'll never know what you don't like if you're only smoking what you know you do like. Right. So it's That's like, true. smoke this. And a lot of people are like, oh, uh, there was one guy telling me, yeah, you know, if I don't like it, I throw away the band and that way I, you know, I won't get it. I was like, well, how do you, how are you going to remember what you didn't like? <laughs> like just. You know, if you're going through all this trouble to make notes and stuff or a dossier, like I'm a big fan of dossiers, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think if you like if you if you want to get if you want to get real nerdy, get a dossier, do that tobacco university, go on Amazon, buy that book, you know, become a certified uh, consumer or tobacconist, whatever it is. That's mm-hmm. like super nerdy. Like really learn the differences between tobacco and learn what you're smoking. Like if this is your passion, the problem is is that's kind of where I started, right? And then I was like, you know, I can, I'm going to have my own brand. You know, fuck this. I can do this. You know, so, you know, yeah. just, just know there's the FDA out there. You can't do it right now. So relax. But still, <laughs> like, go, go that nerdy to the point where you're like, you know, where you, I could blindfold you and, and you know, you taste a cigar and like, oh, that's, that's Ecuadorian Connecticut. Like, like, the minute you can, like, name the wrapper without someone telling you what it is, and maybe not even, well, Connecticut's probably a bad example because it's like yellow right it's gold but it's just like <laughs> you know but if somebody blindfolded you you could do that you're you're on the neck you're on another level than most guys sure. at that lounge or wherever the fuck you smoke <laughs> so just you know if you're gonna if you're if you're passionate about it get nerdy about it man get on these yeah. I mean, these facebook groups can be trolls and you know there's gonna be guys like that but just don't act like you that's the other thing people act like they're they're afraid to say they they don't know, mm-hmm. right? Or they're afraid mm-hmm. to like look stupid. So like, yeah, yeah look at it. I, I just got, uh, I just bought this fucking. I'm not, I don't want to bash anybody, but I just got this fucking patina. It's the best thing in the world. And everybody's gonna start fucking trolling you because they never heard patina. Like, mm-hmm. like instead of just going in and say, hey man, I just smoked this patina, uh, Ecuadorian Connecticut. I'm new to this, but man, this was really good. I liked the way this went. And this one, it was creamy. It was whatever. Uh, it's in Nicaragua. You know, just like, oh, well, cool. You know, and just I don't know, but just don't go mm-hmm. in. 
Good. You actually, you actually uh, just segued into a topic that we wanted to discuss today. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I was and, waiting for that. And that <laughs> was, uh, man. I mean, I couldn't have asked. That was a that was a Mukau Rich type transition. That was very well done, Danny. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, I, would, I could be a co-host. Mm-hmm. You, know? you could do it. And, and, yeah, man. And uh, so <laughs> we we have been talking about this. Um, so I was talking to a retailer, and he was saying how the guy who does the social media continually post like cigars that he could already sell that he doesn't need help selling exactly showcase showcase the stuff that that people don't know and show the unique aspect of our humidor right Mm -hmm. right and he goes i'm looking at my he's like the retailer saying this himself he's like i'm looking at my social media page and i'm like i look like an insecure fuck (laughs) which brought me and i didn't know how to word this but he he hit it on the head Social media insecurity, does it exist? So, for example, I know guys that are out there that smoke five, six, seven patinas a week but never post it. Mm. <laughs> but if yep. they smoke, you know, something as as that whatever, opus hits. Yeah, yeah so, you know, I'm posting <laughs> that. Right, right. So, like, for me, now, I'm a small brand. Like, really fucking small, right? And... You're posting shit that nobody need. I mean, they don't need your. They don't need you to post their cigar, bro. Right. So why are you? Why do people, in your opinion, and and Kyle and Drew, I want I want everybody's opinion on this. Does social media insecurity exist? What drives it? And and how have you seen it? Am I going first or what? Or I, yeah, go. I've for been it, talking man. a lot. You guys can go, but. Um, yeah, absolutely. It exists. Right. So the, I mean, if you like, there's guys that will specifically troll pictures and comments like of us or me, Skip, Mike, or anyone, you know, Steve Saka, like anybody with a, you know, with a name in the industry, blah, 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 just to get a reaction. Like they're not really assholes in real life, but they, they feel like they, they want to say, look, you responded. And the problem is, like, when you respond to that, then, like, oh, he responds to when you talk shit, right? So they'll continue to do it. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, you fed the troll. Right. Now, as far as, like, so there's two, there's two kind of topics you hit on there, right? One, the, the shop where the social media manager of that store posting, you know, whatever it is that, like you said, doesn't need help selling, is he wants to seem relevant. Right? right. So sure. what it is like, here, hey, look, Davidoff, here, Padron, like, dude, everyone sells that shit. <laughs> right? Like, are are you selling, are, are all those anniversarios 10 bucks or something? Like, what, what are you giving me here? Like, showing me that? Yeah, dude, I can go up, I can get, I can get that anywhere. Like, so, you know, that might be part of it. But if I, if I saw, if I saw a store say, hey, these patina, uh, what, what's, what's your, what's your guy in, uh, what's our guy in, in, in Waldorf? Sean at uh, Tinderbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when Sean's a huge Roma guy, love Sean. Yeah. I, I text yeah. him two, three times a week. Yeah. And when I start seeing him post patina, I'm like, there's a guy that knows about cigar and tobacco and social media and how to market his store. Right. Because mm-hmm. he's doing it right. He doesn't need help selling all the super popular shit. He's right. got a he's got a new brand that he's trying to build support on, because right. one he just put money into it, yeah. it's up and it's up and coming, and 
I mean, I know how Tinderbox works. If it blows up there, he doesn't want it like everywhere else close to him, right? He wants right. he wants everybody to come to him to get it. Right. So it's like it's like, hey man, he's doing it absolutely right. And I think I think like I think like even like Mombacho, Patina, Roma, you know, there's a there's a lot of brands like kind of our size, uh, black label. Like if a, if a, if a, yeah. if a uh, a lounge is posting that stuff, you know, they understand that there's a there's a new market of of social media nerds mm-hmm. that that's what they're hunting, right? Right. Nobody yep. needs to go hunt a, a Padron or an, um, you know Arturo Fuente or whatever because that that stuff's there now. Right. Yeah. Now that's marketing and selling, right? Mm-hmm. And we talk about like a, a cigar group or Instagram page that they just want to get likes because they want to get followers because they want to seem relevant, right? That guy is is afraid to be called out from someone then say, well, what the fuck is that? Right. 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 Cause the chances are he doesn't really know. Right. Cause like, Hey, <laughs> boom, like, boom, here's this Opus X. Like, Oh cool. What Opus is that? Yeah. Uh, what year, what year is it from? Uh, like, Oh, okay. I guess, I guess you don't know. Right. Like what, like the Opus has like weird sizes too. Right. Like what, what size is that? Like, uh, you know, so like, mm-hmm. right. So you're, you're just happy. You got the fucking, the, all the likes for Opus. Right. right? But when it comes to like, you know, even with us, like we're like, I started this thing, like, you know, sm- you know, where I would, I would troll a little bit and smoke and like post like black Irish and all this shit you can't get. Right. But <laughs> at the same time I would go in and I'm like, Hey, here's my intemperance, Ecuadorian Connecticut here's my BA, you know, how right. can you, pre- how can you appreciate the LEs without, you know, uh, smoking the, the core stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there was this turn and all of a sudden these guys are just posting like Cro-Magnum Mode 5 and Aquitaine and intemperance. I'm like, Oh, I love, you know, it's like, yeah, all that LE stuff is really cool, but if you only ever had the LE, you don't know the you know you don't know the difference, right? Yeah, like, it's it's like kids, like the rich kids, right? Like, oh, I've only ever driven Maseratis. Like, dude, you don't even know what you got then, because if you <laughs> haven't driven, you didn't drive an '84 Buick as your first car, like <laughs> I did. You know, getting into your new fucking car, you you know, if I got into a Maserati, I'd be like, oh, like seat warmers and coolers and <laughs> you know all this shit, like. That's dope. My 84 Buick. A working Buick. door handle. Yeah. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. My 84 Buick was fucking cherry. Okay. <laughs> it was. Relax. Relax. No, but so, I mean, I think that's, you know, that's that's kind of, that that's part of it, right? And what's funny is you don't really see Opus and Carlito and Padron. Those guys don't post a lot of shit, you know? And, and if they do, no. you can tell it's a marketing company that does it. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, anyway, that's my two cents. I'll shut up for a minute. <laughs> Drew, what you got, man? Um, I mean, wake I, up, bro. I, I think as as Danny hit on the the shop guy should be posting all that stuff. I I think from a consumer standpoint, I want to see the shop that's not posting the normal stuff, and to make me go, oh, that's cool. I'm gonna go by the shop and pick something up now. Mm-hmm. Versus like like you said, you know, a Patron or Opus or whatever. Okay, yeah, I know those are there. I don't have to. You don't have to tell me on social media that they're there, right? Um, but then uh, it, it, somebody that's just posting Opus to get likes. <laughs> 
they're not a they're not a cigar smoker either. Then at that point, I mean, if you're posting on social media just to just to get some likes, you need some therapy, and you're a little <laughs> you're a little depressed. So smoke some <laughs> smoke some other stuff and enjoy your life. <laughs> That's one. Nice. <laughs> I, I feel like you held therapy. back. You held a, you held back a little bit. A little. Cal, <laughs> it's an interesting question. So, uh, I guess overall, I think social media is just a giant mess. Um, I think we talked about this in text a little bit. There was a a quote that I saw somewhere about how social media makes you compare your behind the scenes to everybody else's highlight reel. And I think that's mm-hmm. pretty accurate, right? It makes people yeah. pretty just not excited about the world in reality, even though it's supposed right. to connect people. So I don't think it does as much as right. people want at all. Um, in terms of what you post, I don't know. I post a lot of Opus and all that crap too. Um, but, and I'll, I'll tell you the reason that I post half the stuff that I do. Part of it is because I like, I like a lot of stuff from Fuente and Davidoff and Padron and mm-hmm. all those guys. I like it a lot. Um, but it also does drive people in and then they see other good stuff that yep. they can actually smoke, right? Like, so I mix it in with the other stuff that I really like to smoke. And then somebody's going to be like, what the hell's that cigar? Um, right. Oh, it's a patina. You should try that. Or, you know, it's a whatever, whatever's awesome. Try that thing. Right. But yeah, but Kyle, uh, you do a nice job of mixing it up. I mean, you post a lot of stuff. How many times have you posted and someone's like, oh, dude, I've never even seen that. What is that? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, so like that's you posted a whole lineup. like about it. You yeah. posted a whole lineup of smaller brands, and somebody literally put, I've never seen any of those. <laughs> right. And so that's know, the part I mean, that I like. So it's guys like you that, that really drive things for, for guys like me and, and, you know, Danny when he had the voice. I mean, Roma's a little bit better. I mean, <laughs> Ro, Roma's, Roma's like, I mean, I'd put you guys on par with like, um, man, I don't even know where I'd really situate you guys. But I mean, you're, all, I mean, you're probably on par now with like Tatawahe and, in terms of people that know you, right? Maybe uh, a little less, but well, I mean, a little less because I mean, Tatuaje is in so many fucking stores, right? Yeah, and right, I still talk to people that like it. Hey, I've never really heard of your brand, but a, guy, a lot of guys keep asking. So, I I think we're like, you know, when if if we're going head to head with Tatuaje guys, sure. Yeah. Um, right. If we're going if we're going to a shop. Uh, that doesn't really know us, obviously they're going to be, oh, yeah, that's why I know that, that my father's stuff. Like, oh, I've heard that. Like, whoa, yeah, I didn't say that. You said that. I didn't say that. But Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> for sure. Mukha, the, the difference with you is this. You're an idiot. No, I'm just kidding. The difference with <laughs> you is true. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're 100% right. <laughs> yeah. No, is that one, I guess there's, uh, we've just uncovered a third yeah. Pers- or third people here you getting that attention is part of this whole lifestyle that you have right of like the podcast and and what you do and and, and i just and, like to talk about cigars all right so that's different and sure. like you said like you said you know to be opus and a patina or i you know i'll see roma anytime i see like a lineup and there's a, a, there's like one roma craft in there i'm like oh that roma though like i put that everywhere <laughs> right just because like like, hey, look at all these unbelievable cigars. Like, yeah, but look at that Romacraft. And like, oh, yeah. shit, like, like, what is that? Or, you know. Um, That's very, it's interesting because then people start to try more shit. That's at really? least my opinion. And it right. seems to be at least a little, a little something, but I don't know. Just oh, a small your, dent in the world. Well, yeah, in your position, you should be looking for those <laughs> likes and that interaction and that engagement within, with 
consumers and, and online guys. But like when I was talking about the guys that only posting Opus to get the likes mm-hmm. is just like a random dude that bought yeah. it. And you know, a lot of times too, it's like, like, <laughs> like a guy will have like a, a BBMF or, or whatever. Right. Or, uh, uh, let's say a basher. Yeah. And it's like, it's not lit or cut. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey man, <laughs> that doesn't count unless it's lit. Right. Cause it's like, I'm going to see that same cigar. Cause you're never going to smoke that cigar. Cause I know yeah. I see all the other shit. Put, you post. Put, put that museum piece back. Oh, yeah, you're <laughs> not <gonna progress. laughs> That's why I started this. I started this fuck it Friday thing. Right. Which I I've been slacking on. But I just get these crazy, like I, I lit a Bash shirt, I lit a, a Padron a Millennium, I, you know, all these just fucking shit that guys would just kind of not smoke, and just like, nah, fuck it, it's Friday, boom, you know, like, <laughs> who, who gives a fuck? Like, if I yeah. don't smoke it, I'm fucking, I'm probably, you know, I got so much other cigars that I smoke yeah. for free or get paid to smoke, you know, yeah. that if I don't, if I don't do that, um, I, they're just, I'm gonna end up like that guy that I'm kind of trolling. So, but, okay. you know. Uh, Someday you're going to die and somebody's going to smoke your cigars. That's I've actually seen that happen. But what I was, you know, the other day I smoked a, a Pepin 10 year um, from 2013. Now, that is one of my favorite cigars that I, you know, that I'd ever really smoked. Um, and I was looking through my humidor the other day and I said, fuck it, man. I mean, God forbid. What if like tomorrow, like doctor says, dude, you can't smoke anymore. Right. Or doctor, you know, something happens to me or God forbid. What the fuck? Yeah. From now on, anything in my humidor is fair game. If I feel yeah. like smoking it, I'm smoking it. Don't give a shit. Yeah. You gotta. Tomorrow, I, and, you're the monkeys getting fired up. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you won't. You won't. I want to see a post or I'm going to call you out. I swear to fucking God. If I smoke tomorrow, yes, I will. I haven't been feeling well. Ah, no, yeah. here we go. No, no, All no. Right. I will. I want to see Absolutely. it by the end of just when you do it, tag me. I'm with that guy. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So you now, know, I, you know, I do. I, I will tell you, I do have a couple cigars that I, I pull out. And I'm like, okay, not yet, not yet. I'm not ready. But yeah. I'm getting. I'm getting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. So I got like, I got like, uh, I got a, like a little BMF of uh, the LBMF from yeah. Uh, yeah. like one okay. I got like uh, Opus A from like '99 or something like that. Nice. So some Dude, of those, those are good. Those Man, are my good. problem is like. Am I gonna light this thing up and it's gonna not really taste good? Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's kind of my other fear. And then I'm like, right. Fuck. but right now I'm living in this world where that's the most amazing cigar I own, and it won't disappoint because I haven't smoked it. But then I can smoke it and be like, that's... fuck, I should have just lit a charity <laughs> up or something. You know, I should have just. <laughs> had a you know what the thing is too, though, Danny is, um, you know, and I think where a lot of consumers face too, and and listen, myself included, it's not like I'm fucking balling here. I mean, this whole patina thing has set me back quite a bit, but, uh, <laughs> you know, um, the, uh, the replacement cost, right? Uh, like I know if I'm going to go smoke, uh, you know, something that's expensive or, or hard to find, what mm-hmm. the hell is it going to cost? Like if I, and I really love it, what's it going to cost for me to replace it? And that was if, a struggle that I had for a long time. If now you ever could. But yeah, yeah right, some, right. Of that, some of that right. you can't. So, assuming you could. I had, so for a long time, the Bashert was my, and it's not, I know it's not pronounced Bashert, so nobody troll me, shut the fuck up. It's pronounced, <laughs> but I say, it's spelled Bashert, I didn't say Bashert, was my, was my Eleanor, right? Like I just fucking, it took me three years. I could not, just nobody would give it up or there was too high, you know. It was, and there was one time where those things were going for like $500 a stick and it was, it was stupid. And then, um, I ended up, I got 
two in the coffin. So Damn. I was like, oh my God. So I'm like, fuck, it's a coffin. Like if I just had two and not the box or, you know, just one, you know, and I'm like, fuck. But then I got a third one. So I'm like, you know, I'm, this thing's going down like <laughs> right now. And, yeah. but the thing is, is like, if I smoke those other two, like, it's that. It's like it's not so much replacement cost. It's like, could I ever get that cigar again? Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Sure. So, and a lot of people are like, oh, you know, that's just a feral pig cut to the side. I'm like, yeah, but that this feral pig is from 2011, like from the date of the wedding. Like this was this is mm-hmm. this is like real like you know cool shit here. Yeah. And and it isn't like those these supposed ones that they're still making and all, you know all that those rumors and stuff. I which I'm sure is true, but who knows? But. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what the other part of that bro is like okay i can't replace it so i'm not going to smoke it well okay but if you don't smoke it you're still never going to have smoked it mm-hmm, right. right so you can't not only can you yeah you can't replace it but if you don't smoke it you have you nothing might as well to replace not have anyway it. yeah right yeah. you might as well not yeah. have it so yeah. well it's, it's interesting too because I, I think a lot of people don't think about a lot of other stuff in their life the same way right like so if i want to go out to an amazing meal i'm not going to be like oh i'll never eat a great meal again in my life like that's stupid Right. Um, or if there's like some girl at a party and I'm in college, right. I'm like, Oh, I can't take my shot at her because I'll never get a girl that good looking again. Right. Nobody fucking thinks that they just go for it. Right. Do that with your cigars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I know that we're, this is probably the longest podcast we've had in a while. But, Holy cow. Uh, I, two-parter, I know that two parter, two parter, but I, I know. Yeah, actually that'd be awesome. But Danny, I do want to get your thoughts on, and I know you listen to, to it every week, so I appreciate that. And we all appreciate that. But mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on the whole concept of the thirst trap? Because I know <laughs> that you're going to have an opinion on this. <laughs> the thirst trap. Dude, now I feel so old. I don't know. I don't even know what that is. Oh, my God. Hold on. I'm Googling. If you explain <laughs> it to me, I probably know. No, Google it. No, I can read you the definition if you want me to. That'd be great. Okay, hold on. Can you use it in a sentence? I mean, I think I know what it is like. If it like people hitting you up on DMs and shit. No, no, no. no. Okay, That's got to be annoying too, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, you got some free shit for me? <laughs> oh, sexy photo posted on social media to attract attention. Okay, so if it, if it can also refer to a person uh, considered sexy, a social media crush. Okay. Yeah. All right. Do you have Do you have the Urban Dictionary? Uh, yeah, that's, definition that's what I was going. Okay. A sexy photograph of, or filthy message posted for, on social flirty, media. Flirty, not filthy, brother. Oh, flirty for <laughs> intent <laughs> causing others. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they're they're putting this shit out there just to get the attention, and and then and then they bitch about the the DMs, right? Right. Yes. My opinion of it. Here's the thing. As we talk about these guys, and so one, yeah, I, I don't fall for that shit. But two, it's like as we talk about the size shirt of the guys in the cigar industry, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of correlates to these dudes would never have a chance with them, period. Right? So it's like, <laughs> like for, for I see it on the guy's side of like. Dude, I get, I get, I get why they got you, because you don't have, you don't have anything like that at home, and blah blah blah. But at the same time, it's like, it's, it's, I don't, I don't get it. It's like a super negative 
way to get attention. Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, like for my wife, the, the, the thing that attracted me the most to my wife when we started dating was that she was not out there. Like she, it wasn't like I met her at a club. She was just like, I'm like, who the fuck is this girl? Like she don't, she doesn't talk to me. She doesn't pay attention to me. Like that's the girl. That could have been a lot of girls, right? (laughs) Oh, that could have been anybody. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But, but one that I, that caught my attention, you know, and like, I was like, all right, this, you know, this chick is, is whatever. But for me, you know, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of that because again, it's like going out, they just want the likes. Right. Right. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. like, what the fuck you like? No one, no one respect, like no one takes you seriously. Like, there's no way you see a super, like, not that she's not attractive or whatever, but this super crazy sexy pose all the fucking time. And I'm thinking, you know what? I'm sure she has a great personality. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure she, is, she would be an excellent cigar rep. I'm sure she, know, she knows exactly what the fuck she's talking about. Right? Right. And, and it's just, you know, some girls, they... You know, you don't, thankfully, you don't really see it with guys much, but, you know, it's like. <laughs> but you are, gonna man. Start that. That's the fucking thing is you are. Is you that are me? You're to see that shit with guys. Me? Are you, are you point? Are, did you bring this up to talk about me? You think I'm a thirst trap? <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Just for him. You don't, you don't have for... to solicit, you don't have to solicit likes. You're just <laughs> likable. Um, but, um, no, and I think that was kind of what, and, you know, what we kind of said was, look, all right, yeah, you're going to go do that, whatever. Regardless of what the poster is trying to do, there are some comments that are just inexcusable by some guys. You know, listen, I don't care what whatever the the person posting something is trying to do that you still shouldn't say certain things. Right. Um, So take some ownership there. Um, But the other thing was in a topic that um, we've spoken about just on the surface and we and we haven't gotten into and because we are running out of time and and we're going to have to catch up with you on this at another time. but but segregation in cigar shops. And I don't oh. know if you've kind of heard us touch on that a little bit. Uh, no. I'm not, I'm um, but uh, that is a topic that I think we want to tackle because we have had some interesting feedback on the little bit that we've talked about it. Sure. Um, and maybe we'll have you back on to talk about that when we decide to really delve into it. Yeah, but, we um, will. But do you know what I'm talking Hell about yeah. when I say mm-hmm. that? Yeah, okay. absolutely. And you see yeah. it too, right, when you travel? It's it's funny. It it'll stick out to me a little, but I don't yeah. like I don't dig into it to find out like all right, you know, what part of town am I in? Like, what, right. you know, why why is this an issue? Or right, um, you know, is that accept, accepted here, or is it just happen to be that these guys are friends and those guys are friends, and it just right you know, ends up that way? But no, yeah, absolutely. I, I it's I sure I noticed. Okay, being a minority, right? I mean, I I notice that shit sometimes. Yeah, it's interesting. It's very yeah. interesting. Anyway, right. well, gentlemen, yeah, right, hold on. we can't wrap it up. We can't wrap it up. I, I, I was promised five things that Danny <laughs> hates about Katina. Well, this no, maybe we're, we're maybe on part two. Into, maybe on part yeah, two. Yeah, maybe on part two. Thanks, Kyle. Oh, yeah. part two, the thirst trap. Yeah, <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> clickbait, motherfuckers. Clickbait. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh, thanks, thanks, guys. Yeah, oh. thanks for coming on, Danny. Appreciate oh, it. It was a pleasure, thanks, man. Guys. Awesome. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 
uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at the salt and smoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.